Hi, this is Jeff Kober with a Disney at Play podcast. We are grateful that you could join us today. You know, uh, previously we have actually chatted about projects and additions coming to Walt Disney World, as well as showcasing many of the things already that have opened up. Because of the pandemic and because of circumstances, we thought it'd be a good time to just take a take a check on these projects and additions, go through the list and see what uh, might be happening there, what how uh, they might be affected with um, the closing of the parks, whether they're going to happen at all. We don't have any particular uh, inside track information of any announcement that hasn't been made, but, uh, but we wanted to kind of share with you our insights and ideas about what may be going on out there and what's happening. So join us for this Project and Additions for Walt Disney World. You know, I think uh, it's really interesting because if you were to look, even with all of the things that have gone on in 2019, which is uh, over, well, let me just say, in the last three to four years, there have been over a hundred new attractions, shops, restaurants, um, entertainment, hotels, all sorts of things have been opening over the last several years. This has been a time of remarkable growth. And our list of what's still coming or what has been formally announced for Walt Disney World is still a list of over 50 different kinds of things that are coming, different projects that are being worked on. So it's kind of interesting with all the craziness of, of having to close the parks and deal with the pandemic to really kind of see what might be occurring here and, and where they're going. Let's just start by saying that those projects that were well underway, they had torn up the cement, they had done uh, started a construction, they'd gone vertical. You can be pretty assured that those projects are still very much going to be completed. Uh, the best example is right off the bat at the Magic Kingdom. Tron Light Cycle Power Run. You can be assured that this is a guaranteed attraction that is coming to the Magic Kingdom despite all the craziness of the economy. That said, the timing of its opening, well, that has never been formally announced. It was assumed that it would be part of the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary. But as we mentioned on uh, one of our previous podcasts dealing with reopening the parks, you know, we kind of said, well, look, here's the reality is Disney, when they start an anniversary or a celebration and how long that anniversary or celebration occurs, those are things that are very much in flux. It's been to Disney's benefit that prior to this pandemic, they hadn't announced any official dates or plans for the 50th anniversary. That's allowing them to kind of make some adjustments and changes based on construction timelines, based on traffic, guest flow. And so it's very much in their interest. Uh, that anniversary could start very much on the day of the 50th, i.e. Um, October 1st of 2021. But I wouldn't have put it past Disney prior to this pandemic to have started it much more in advance, even at the beginning of 21. And uh, and it, they still might. And then again, I don't. Uh, I I think at least they will start by 
that date of 21. That doesn't mean that there aren't other things that are actually going to open even before we get to that anniversary date. But that Tron date, that Tron date is pretty much anchored around when they are starting their official celebration of, uh, of, the, um, of uh, the 50th anniversary. I should also mention that just before closing, Cinderella Castle was undergoing um, a revised look for the anniversary. And so that would, that would have been a hint to us that their intent prior to the pandemic was to get that um, celebration up and running earlier than October 1st of 1971. However, again, with the pandemic, with the economic declines and everything, who can be certain when exactly it's all going to occur? But there is a castle remodel. Just prior to the closing, um, they had completed much, not all, but much of the um, Ticket and Transportation Center uh, remodel that they were doing in the... Um, in that area where you get off of the tram, the whole tram boarding and unloading area was actually successfully loading and unloading in that space. And most all of the security spaces have been put into place. It looked um, it looked pretty bare at the time. It didn't look very Disney-like. So there probably was more to come. The other aspect of it is, is that um, the parking lot has always been kind of in a square donut shape with a big hole in the middle for um, what was um, basically swamp um, or um, wetland, as you might more politically put it, uh, that has, under an arrangement with Disney, been made available to be made into a parking space uh, in exchange for creating wetland areas elsewhere. And so they're still very much in the process of making that all a complete parking lot and adding considerably additional parking spaces. So there's still much to be worked on. Another thing that uh, one of uh, the other local um, bloggers had noted about a week ago was that um, uh, permits were put in place to remodel Stitch's Great Escape at the entrance of Tomorrowland into a new attraction. Now, it's not been confirmed or stated what's going on in the attraction. And honestly, with the pandemic, it's possible that they may leave it empty for years to come. But it is a great sign that they have at least initiated the process and it's entirely possible that there is an actual attraction that is being planned, planned out. So those are the larger uh, activities still going on with the Magic Kingdom. Let's move to Epcot. Epcot is, was already under the knife in a considerable way before the pandemic started. And, um, and it has probably the most troubling immediate future ahead of itself. Partly because, again, there's so much construction. Now, they have done a great job of ciphering out the traffic to your immediate right and left, heading out toward either the seas or out to Universe of Energy, and I love that flow of traffic in that area. I hated going all the way into Future World, cutting over, and coming all the way back to those attractions. So I like that. I hope that's a long-term and not just short-term for construction purposes. 
But, um, but there had been a lot of construction in the center. Everything in that center space had been um, pretty much um, removed and already um, buildings of Intervention West, not all of them, but, um, but a good half of the buildings at Intervention West had been, uh, had been removed in anticipation of further construction. When they've gotten this far, uh, they got to keep going. Uh, they got to have something to put there uh, because they've already ripped everything out. And the good news is, is that they're not going to want, they're going to want to move quickly because it really interrupts the guest experience not to be able to flow down the center spine of Epcot or, or what was um, originally Future World, which will now be a world celebration. The bad news is, again, short term, lots of construction on the future world side. The bad news, further bad news is World Showcase. World Showcase succeeds because of its cast, a cast made up of people, young people who come from China or from Canada or from Italy or from France to make up the whole experience of World Showcase. The challenge of it is, is with um, visas and visa stipulations and and those kinds of rules those people have largely been sent back to their native countries so to make world showcase really succeed I mean are you okay with somebody who might be from Oakland California or uh, Minneapolis you know um, serving your your meal in France it certainly is likely that when Remy opens and the whole Ratatouille attraction happens, I would doubt that the, they may not have any French cast members immediately working that attraction to make it work. However, that said, and I'm going to come back to the order in which things are opening. I don't think this is a long-term thing. I just think of all the parks, uh, the most problematic for reopening is, uh, is Epcot. Now, World Discovery. Um, is one of the three new neighborhoods that is replacing Future World or what was Future World East. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. They have already well over a year been in massive remodel of the former Universe of Energy attraction and then, of course, the coaster building that that is um, structured behind it. That attraction is still coming on. I imagine that many of the pieces that form the props and and the look of the facility actually were farmed out to third-party contractors and vendors, and they and their own little warehouses have been able to keep going. So I don't think this attraction has been put back too far. It certainly is going to happen. There's no question that this attraction is going to happen. They are way too far along in it. The Play Pavilion, which was to go into the former Wonders of Life building, boy, if I were to, a couple of weeks ago, name an attraction that might just be cut, I'd be putting my money on that Play Pavilion because it's already been so many years since any real attraction other than using it as a festival center for, um, for flower and garden and other uh, food and wine. It's just been closed for so long. I really thought that this just might be put on an indefinite hold. The good news is, is that um, it was noted by another um, 
Disney blogger about a week or two ago that Disney had taken permits out on um, this attraction as well for doing additional construction work. Now, it is possible for Disney to take those permits and then not do the work and to cut it off and seal it off. However, that certainly was a very encouraging thing to see that the permits were being taken out and uh, it'd be great if that could, that could open. Space 220. Space 220 was originally supposed to open well before the pandemic. In fact, before 2020. However, there were some challenges, apparently in terms of staffing it with an executive chef and getting that portion of the, the experience ready and, and primed. Um, I think if there had been no pandemic, it'd be operating by now. Um, with the pandemic, it's given them the needed time to really get their house in order and think about what they want to do. I think this will be one of the first attractions to reopen. I think at some point, probably a month or two after Disney reopens, they will do a major press event. That and Ratatouille will be one of the two attractions that will premiere at that time and they will be doing a huge marketing push to get people back out once they feel that they can truly um, open the park and do so successfully and provide a healthy experience for its for their guests. World Celebration is the central part of what was Future World. It begin, began with the front entrance transformation, much of which was pretty well completed. Uh, the big piece was really the fountain, uh, the entry fountain, which was going to be restored to its original uh, look and feel with its um, uh, sort of plexiglass kind of um, icons rising up. That's very exciting. It might even be that shortly after we return or in time for that press event that I think will occur um, not long after reopening, that uh, may completely uh, return to guests. Spaceship Earth was supposed to close shortly in, um, I think the 1st of May for its transformation. I would like to think that because of the pandemic, this project has been put on hold indefinitely. I'd like to think that it still may go on or it may be postponed to a slightly later date. Anything could, could happen. But if Disney has got a budget issue, this is a great place to ax and, and not. And by the way, it's nice to have Spaceship Earth open with all the other construction going on because it provides another attraction for guests to enjoy. In the middle of this, as you pass Spaceship Earth, going to the very center of what was Future World, which is now, again, World Celebration, there are lots of pieces. And, and by the way, make sure you visit our notes page because we have images of all of this and being able to tell you. So there is a new Walt Disney statue, an interactive uh, wishing tree. Um, all this is under, the, uh, I think, of the umbrella of what's called Dreamer's Point, um, a story fountain. There'll be a new dining experience. Uh, um, electric umbrella was closed right before um, the pandemic. So there's a need to remodel this and get it back up and opening. The same thing could be said with what was Mouse Gears. Uh, temporarily, there has been a location on the opposite side of Interventions East, 
uh, to allow for mouse gears, kind of part of where the original interventions were. That was allowing that space where mouse gears was to be completely overhauled and remodeled. I'm sure they're intent on getting that completed. I that is that is going to happen and to occur. The bigger piece, the festival pavilion. This is a longer term um, construction project. I think this is going to take them the better part of a year and a half to two years to complete. And as such, this three level structure, which will be the kind of the centerpiece of world celebration, that's going to be under construction for for a considerable amount of time. Also moving to world nature, which is what was future world west, where seas and imagination and land was. World nature was to have journey of water with Moana. I think that's still happening. It's still going to occur. Um, it's been featured in the preview center um, at, um, at Epcot in the old Odyssey building. Uh, I think that's going to occur. I think a new club cool will eventually occur. But I do think the Moana, uh, along with the Festival Pavilion, will probably be a year to two years away. Whereas I think the other things in the center of the, the park will be put in place within a year. So they don't have to wait much longer to move guests through the center of the park. Um, we move to World Showcase. Uh, Wondrous China has not uh, premiered. It's kind of our understanding that there were some issues relative to uh, 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 moving product in and out of China and so forth that seems to have held it up. But that could that could come sooner than later. Who knows? That's a total anybody's guess. What is certain is Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is not far from being completed. Um, I don't know that any exterior construction completion was being done, but I wouldn't have been surprised if the attraction inside hadn't been far enough along that they could at least start ride testing, which takes um, a considerable amount of time because you have to keep running those vehicles over a long period of runs in order to uh, assure or guarantee others that it's safe and that it's operating uh, appropriately. The creperie will obviously probably open at the same time as Ratatouille. I think that if Disney could open by summer, we will see this attraction sometime in summer. I think we will see this attraction probably within a month to two months, no more than three months after Walt Disney World reopens. It is the most imminent, I think, to open. Mary Poppins. Well, gosh, if I don't want a Mary Poppins attraction, of all the things I'm going to talk about today, this is the one I want the most. And it may be the one under the axe the most. Or if they're doing anything, it may be reduced um, into what it is. Um, the, uh, we have talked about the fact that, that the intent was to create some kind of spinner-like experience that went into a projected-like experience, riding a carousel horse or something of that nature. Um, it is kind of a dark ride type of experience, but in a ride vehicle, I have been told, is very unique to Walt Disney World. So it's not some Omnimover. However, again, with budget cuts, who can tell the wind on when, if at all, this occurs? Harmony Us 
um, was well underway. And in fact, they thought originally they were kind of saying maybe fall. It may still be fall, but I think a lot of those elements were well underway. Um, again, elements that probably were being uh, manufactured at independent contractors outside the park, contractors that could work in small groups and keep construction going on it. Of course, you still have insulation. You still need to do um, show testing and so forth. But I wouldn't be surprised if that too is part of a major press event uh, moving on. Now, let's talk about Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, you know, nobody's had more stuff going on in the last couple of years and just right before the pandemic came, the premiere of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway that got in just under the gun uh, for those first guests who had a chance to visit it. Um, the only other thing really on the docket right now for the studios that I can recall that is a fairly surefire thing is the Toy Story Barbecue Restaurant. That is a building that has already been up and has been sealed and probably... Um, construction on the inside was well underway, well underway by the time the pandemic came. It wasn't intended to open until the end of the year. That still might happen. It might also be part of a larger, um, uh, of a larger press event that might happen uh, sometime next year. Um, just kind of as an in-between what will probably be the reopening of these parks after the pandemic and the actual Walt Disney World 50th anniversary. Um, Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, the entrance remodel had been, I would say 80, 85% completed uh, by the time the pandemic came along. So it's not very far from being finished if it's not. Um, the only other thing that was really in the works, again, it has had many things added over the last couple of years. Um, Club 33, that addition that happens kind of adjacent to the Festival of the Lion King and kind of behind the restrooms, interesting location, is um, probably not far from being done. Probably um, will be done sometime by fall at the latest. That's my guess on that Club 33 edition. Uh, still definitely going in. Now, having covered the four parks, let's talk about the resort as a whole. The first is the Star Wars um, Hotel, the um, Starliner, um, a star cruiser named uh, um, Halcyon. Um, this 100 bed, resort. If again, you had to say, okay, what are we going to cut from the budget? This one's an interesting one for a couple of reasons. First, construction actually is very well underway. And in fact, I noticed on a casual drive and I had, I had decided not to go by the parks it's been a month and I finally decided to take a casual drive through a portion of Walt Disney World. 
I noticed that this area, if you remember, there was an entrance off of World Drive with scrolls of movies as you enter Disney's Hollywood Studios that was cut off with the remodel of that parking lot. However, now that has been completely done and construction is being made possible probably to allow that to be an entrance into this new hotel complex. So I was interested to see that that was still very much happening and it was well underway. Kind of good news. Uh, all that said and done, um, here's the problem is Disney doesn't know how, uh, how strong attendance will be in the parks after it reopens. And they don't know how much interest is going to, there's going to be in a experience that is unique like this one. And what makes this interesting is that basically, and it's a, it's a, it's a, you know how you've been kind of held up for the last month inside the house? Well, this is kind of your hotel experience. You don't go outside except for one experience that takes you, um, one or two maybe experiences that takes you over to Galaxy's Edge, but otherwise you're kind of in uh, seclusion here with a hundred other guests in this hotel kind of confined. And I don't know that guests are going to be, the, 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 the appeal for this is going to be as strong after we all get through this pandemic. Again, it was still another year or two before this hotel was opening. So um, who can tell the wind on this? But boy, you know, after, after 9-11, what eventually, uh, what was once half of Pop Century, which eventually became Art of Animation, those hotels went into mothballs for several years before the decision was made to not make it part of Pop Century, but make it into Art of Animation. It's not, it's, it wouldn't be surprising if they just stopped on this and didn't continue it until they get to a better economic footing. I could say the same thing of Reflections, a Disney Lakeside Lodge. Um, you might want to hold on that. And if I were to put a hold, that might be a place to put the hold is on that lodge. Um, given that um, the economy isn't as strong for getting this um, up and moving. Now that said and done, over at Swan and Dolphin, they were adding a new 14-story tower expansion called the Cove. And as I was mentioning, having kind of drifted by there the other day, I was surprised how many floors they'd gotten in that, which made me think that maybe construction was still kind of happening on that in the interim. That's still well underway. That money's underway. That's going to happen. Might be a little more delayed in, hap in, in finishing it out, but that Hotel operated by Marriott International, that one's underway. The new Tri-Circle D Stables, that was well underway, it was supposed to be open by about now. Um, that is probably close to being completed. Astonishingly, I went by Flamingo Crossings. 
And let me tell you, talk about, talk about construction underway. This place, I don't think has necessarily stopped much in, in, uh, in recent weeks. Um, there are about seven hotels under construction or have been completed recently, and they are well underway. They are clearly happening. Um, as well, and a massive student housing complex for handling Disney interns is well underway. I would I was shocked by the size of this venue, and how it was it was impressive. It was an impressive facility. Eventually now, and uh, I don't see this the town center, the town center. Eventually, there's going to be a massive, um, if you're from this area, something like the Loop um, is supposed to go in there with 29 retail and restaurant buildings, a Target store, gas station, Walgreens, um, all that's supposed to go in. I haven't seen anything vertical on that, but this is going to be really very close to those students and to all those guests staying in those hotels. Flamingo Crossings is a big thing to come. And uh, so don't write that off because it's on its way. It is a happening thing. Next, we go back to Disney Springs. And there were a number of projects well underway. Um, the M&M store was announced for Disney Springs. Not sure how far off the ground that one was. Ample Hills was much further off the ground until they announced bankruptcy. I don't know if bankruptcy is more of a reorganization opportunity as opposed to we're done and now we just need to divide up what's left of the assets. I think it's more the former. I think they're just trying to reorganize. I think that probably will get eventually built. Love it, would like to see it happen. Um, Beatrix Restaurant, Coffee House and Market, that was well underway. That was going vertical last I looked. Um, so I don't think that has changed at all. I think it will still be about another year, maybe slower to getting off the gate. The big thing that was so close to reopening and in fact was supposed to be, um, to have premiered about a week ago was the new Cirque du Soleil show, um, which was replacing Lanuba. And uh, there were some great videos out there, and it was a very exciting show. Um, animation legend Eric Goldberg was helping do some animation with that and um, to be projected, and all that got stopped. All of that was done, and it's really hard to know. Again, you can take a theater and cut off every other row and put seats in between one party and the next and still have a show, but you have a show now that's working maybe 40%, 35% capacity. Does that work with your business model? Will Cirque du Soleil come in soon? If it does, I think Cirque du Soleil, Ratatouille, Space 2020, the front entrance of Epcot and Harmonious could make for a great, um, press event that could garnish a lot of energy um, in the months after Disney is trying to reopen and getting people who are hungry to come back to the parks uh, determined to book a trip and to and to head on out. So we'll see more to come on that. 
There's some miscellaneous projects, the bridge between Magic Kingdom to Disney's Grand Floridian. That's, that was well underway. That will be completed, maybe a little delayed, but completed. Do you remember that at D23, something called Disney Genie was announced? That was supposed to be for late 2020. I would say that's going to be maybe for a press event in 21 at some point, maybe even for the press event that lines up with um, the anniversary, the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. That probably has been put off and maybe even put off indefinitely. Who can tell what's happening on there? But on the other hand, I will say Disney has kept most of their IT staff employed and going on a lot of projects. Um, I know IT cast members. I know even intern IT cast members who, while other interns were sent home, they're still working. So there's, there's work still being done. I don't know if it's on Genie or what particular project, but, um, but that was something they were able to keep going. Then you have uh, the last thing we have are the Disney Cruise Lines. The intent was to have a completion date of 2021, which really meant like uh, January 22 sailings for the fifth ship, which is the Disney Wish, uh, with Rapunzel as the stern character, along with uh, Pascal, um, Pascal, Pascal, however you want to name him. Um, that ship, who can tell? Who can tell what that status is? You know, the great thing is when you're, the economy is plunging, it's a really good time to make a deal on building a ship. And Disney likes to time that deal. However, um, I'm not certain that the deals weren't already inked for all three ships in advance of this. And um, the ships weren't along. That said, would I, this 21, 22, 23 unveiling of all these ships, I would hold my breath to think that all of these ships are coming in that succession that quickly. I wouldn't be surprised if they're a little bit delayed and I wouldn't be surprised if they knocked out one of those three ships. There was also a Port Canaveral terminal remodel. Um, that was That is absolutely needed. I'm sure that will happen sometime in the months to come after the pandemic is over. Um, they also needed to remodel an additional terminal uh, as well. And then finally, Disney, uh, its new island destination at Lighthouse Point, um, the project which Joe Rohde has been spearheading. There was a website put up to that um, just before the pandemic got underway. And I am sure that project will go forward again, how quickly it opens remains to be seen you know we can't just think about the pandemic in the u.s we have to think about the pandemic in in the entire world and some places more remote sometimes can be more delayed in experiencing this and those delays you know uh, uh slow things down even further all these things mentioned over 50 projects underway that i have overviewed in our in our show notes page, definitely, definitely check that out. Now, at the same time, when you get through that one, <laughs> make sure you just take a look at, um, at all the projects that have come to Walt Disney World 
in the last three to four years. Uh, if you think back, now last year was really when Galaxy's Edge arrived. The year before that was when Toy Story arrived. The year before that was when Pandora arrived. Think about, since Pandora, all of the attractions, over a hundred different projects that have been created for Walt Disney World since Pandora. We highlight and list all of those. And I think that if you are uh, someone who loves to come to Walt Disney World, you need to check that list out because you might just be surprised how many things there are to do that you didn't know were there to do. And so many of those things have been added from Galaxy's Edge, but Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Hey, do you know what Race Against the Sun is? You ought to go check that out. Um, the new films at Canada, new character meet and greet experiences, new uh, shows um, for Halloween and Christmas, along with um, uh, the Skyliner, new resorts, a new remodeling and additions at resorts, the Riviera and the, all the work that's happened at Coronado Springs. There has been over a hundred of these projects um, over the last uh, year, also remodeling of the Caribbean beach, so much. Um, uh, the NBA experience, new restaurants, so much been added to Disney Springs, a remodel of World of Disney. Let me just tell you, you definitely want to check out this site. We have a lot of videos on it as well. Definitely take a look. Uh, that will kind of help you kind of gauge how soon you want to come back to Walt Disney World and experience it for yourself how hungry you are to get beyond this pandemic and get back to the magic. We thank you for joining us for this Disney at Play um, podcast. We're excited. We're bullish about the future. And we think that while there may be some things cut and many things delayed, we think that already what has happened in Walt Disney World in the last few years has been amazing and there's so much more amazing, wonderful, magical, incredible things to come. And so I, I was wrong. I actually was the first podcast to say, you know what? This pandemic may close all of the theme parks um, across the globe. But I was wrong in terms of the timing. I thought it would probably happen about now, not a month and a half ago. And so I was shocked by how quickly events with this pandemic folded and things closed. I'm not so surprised I shouldn't be uh, seeing things open sooner uh, than, than maybe people expect. Who knows? Who knows if, if this pandemic isn't going to be a little bit like SARS, where it just kind of dropped off the radar at one point. Who knows whether it comes back, but I'm bullish to think that there is still a lot of magic ahead and you want to check out what the possibilities and opportunities are. In the meantime, check out our website. We have disneyatplay.com with the posts that we've discussed here in this podcast. Please make sure that um, you check out, um, you know, sign up to receive notice when we have new posts. 
um, go to our YouTube channel. We have an incredible assortment of videos showcasing attractions, not just at Walt Disney World, but across the globe. You definitely want to check those out. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can get notification. When I, I, think, I think in the last two weeks, I've created about eight or nine new videos that are out on our YouTube channel page. So please do that. Um, and, and check out Disney at Work. Also, our sister site, uh, Disney at Play, our sister site is DisneyAtWork.com. You have DisneyAtPlay.com for our fans, and for all of those who love the magic of Disney. DisneyAtWork.com is the site you go to for finding best in business ideas from the happiest places on earth. You want to see some really great ideas that you can apply to your business through your own work experience come there along with our books and other um, programs that we offer. We showcase so many things. Disneyatwork.com is a site unlike all the others. Um, it really offers some unique things that can help you and your business organization. My business is just that. I go to organizations across the globe to share best in business ideas from world-class organizations especially from Disney. That's why I've written books like Disney Leadership and You, uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios from Showbiz to Your Biz, and The Wonderful World of Customer Service at Disney. Check those out. Give us a call. Let us know what your challenges and issues are because we want to help you and your organization go to the next level. That's where I make my money. I don't do a whole lot of advertising. You notice I don't do the whole, you know, try to grab your money here and there kind of thing. I just um, I just showcase best in business ideas. So if you've got an organization that's looking for a seminar speaker or for, in this kind of case, with pandemic, you know what? We have webinars. We have online tools that your company can use. And of course, our books as well. And consulting that we can do um, with you wherever you are. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate your being with us both at Disney at Work and Disney at play. And finally, in the words of Sinbad's storybook voyage, always follow the compass of your heart. Now go out, have a great day. Well, actually stay in and have a great day, but wherever you are, in or out, have a super, super day.